Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. This is the Grit and Barrett Podcast, a podcast devoted to the 11-time Carter Cup champion, the Hershey Bears. We talk Hershey Bears, the American Hockey League, and all the hockey news that matters to me. This is high energy, unfiltered, and at times unfocused hockey talk from a hack. And now, on with the show. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hello and welcome to the Grit and Barrett Podcast. Everyone, playoff time is upon us, everyone. God bless us one and all. May the hockey gods be praised for the amount of memes that have already been created at the NHL level. But we're not here to talk about that. At least I'm not here to talk about that yet. We are here to talk about playoff hockey as the Hershey Bears are back in the postseason. We finally have a postseason. The 69th time we've made it. <laughs> My name's Richard Blosser, welcoming you to this this podcast. A little bit late getting out, uh, just because it's playoffs, everyone. This is the time of year where structure gets yeet out the window, as the kids like to say. We throw structure out the window, and wherever the dice may fall is where we do our podcast. A little bit later, but I'm sure all of you will understand why. Best of three series between the Hershey Bears and the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Baby Penguins. As we go all the way back to Friday night, let's not stall on this anymore. Let's get right into it. Last time these two teams played each other in the playoffs was all the way back in checks notes. Uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. Uh, 1920, didn't have one. 1819, ooh, that was Bridgeport. Oh, that was fun. That was fun. Anyway, nope. Uh, da, 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 da. 17, 18. We didn't make the postseason. Nobody talks about that. 16, 17. Ooh. Ooh, that was Lehigh. Well, that was that series. Okay. Da, 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 the Lehigh, the season before that. Season before that, that was, um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That one. Let's throw that one. Throw that one out. And, uh, yeah. We have to go all the way back, I think, to like 13-14. We played them in the best of five first round when we first went back to that. So, it's been quite some time since we've had to play Wilkes-Barre in the first round in any playoff action. No. Yep, 15-16. 15-16, Travis Boyd, Game 7. Mm-mm-mm. Anyway, sorry. Got ahead of myself. Let's get into it. We, w- we were on it on a Friday night in Wilkes-Barre, Game 1. Now, never mind that the other series had already finished up in the best of three, and other teams are 
already played game one by this point. But no, scheduling is why we have to wait nearly a whole freaking week to play these. No, 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 don't complain. Don't complain. We already had the one Atlantic series finish up this week as the Bridgeport uh, Islanders. Yes, the Islanders beat Providence. Beat Providence. Yeah, Bridgeport. They're moving on. They're going to play Charlotte, regardless of what happens here. The winner of this series will get Springfield, the Thunderboids, next, regardless of who wins. So Bridgeport gets two games at Webster Bank. It's not called that anymore. Oh, something Mortgage Arena. Two games there, three games down there in Charlotte. So we are playing to see who takes on Springfield. So it's a Friday night there at Mohegan Sun Arena. And I'm hearing Zach on the call. And he's got somebody there beside him. Ooh, Matt's back on it? No. This is, um, oh, oh, one of our local sports guys travels with him. Okay. Our local Fox 43 guys with him. Traveling with him. Good for him. I, yeah, so hope you like Wilkes-Barre. We're going to walk you around. Yeah, that's the roast beef stand. Yeah, it's really good. It's like a half pound of roast beef, and they put horseradish on it. You just ask them to slather it on, and it's ro- and it's Swiss. It's on a pretzel roll. It's delicious. It, it, sorry, I'm moving on. And uh, over here, oh, 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 they, they have the steakhouse uh, fries here. The steakhouse fries. Yeah, they, they, they put steakums on the fries. And it's liquid cheese they put on. Okay, I'll take. Yeah. Okay, sorry. I got ahead of myself. I got ahead of myself. Here's where you'll be broadcasting the game. But it's a card table. Yes. Yes, we know. Seriously, this is where I'll be sitting? Yes. Yes. You see all the way up there? Yeah, that's where Wilkesbury broadcasts from. You get down here. Best of luck to you. Here's earplugs. Why do I need earplugs? You'll know. You'll know. So. Healthy schmattering there at Wilkes-Barre. Black and gold on a Friday night. Ooh. People are actually showing up for this game. This might be a real, real rivalry. And we go and we start off. And the Bears are a little slow to start. Wilkes-Barre comes in. First shot. Bang! Headshot. Off of Copley. And that it's Copley and Tommy Napier. And Wilkes-Barre's just in. They're beating Hershey to pucks. The heck's going on here? What's good? Wait, didn't wait? Haven't we practiced? What? Well, they might have rust. Who cares? Who cares? No, now's not the time for this. Wilkesbury throwing pucks. They're beating Hershey to puck battles. Well, Hershey can't seem to get their legs under them. No kidding. No kidding. Oh my goodness. Goodness. Copley's getting no help in front of him. Eight minutes into the. First, Pierre Oliver Joseph dumps it around. John Gruden into the into the corner. Just gets it. Throws it across. And oh my God, that's a black jersey. Who is that? I don't know. He shoots. He scores. And there it is. Oh God. Will Riley. Who? Will Riley. Who? I don't know either. Will Riley, his first of the playoffs. A defenseman. Left all alone in the circles. What's defensive coverage? I'm just going to skate right up here. Nobody's around me. Okay, let me just pull out the phone. Oh, it's raining a lot up here. Oh, there's a flood warning. Let me put my phone away and into the net. 
Bah! Bah, I say! one nothing. Okay. Alright. Okay. 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 I'm not going to overreact. I'm going to remain calm. 30 seconds later, Wilkesbury still back into the zone. Joseph works around. Can somebody get a body on him? Up to Sohorner at the point. Rister on the way. Deflected. Scores! God damn it! Come on! 2 nothing in 30 seconds? Alex Nylander. It's his goal because it went off his stupid skate and into the net. So a defensive breakdown and a crap luck deflection. 2 nothing. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Let's just chip and get our game back into this. Let's just... Let's get back into this. No. And the Bears get steamrolled. They get pushed. A penalty gets called on Wilkes-Barre. Refs, you suck. You're up 2 nothing. Shut up. Go home. Shut up. And take off your... By the way, your jerseys suck. Yeah, they're fake Malkin jerseys. I know when I see it. Oh, my God. You're up 2 nothing, and you're still complaining. No good, dirty, rotten sons of... Anywho. End of the first period, 15-3. to In shots, Wilkes-Barre leads. 15-3. to 15-3. Yeah, not practiced for two weeks. And, oh, we're having a fun time because we're just practicing. Here's a picture of Dylan Micklerath climbing the glass. Isn't that so weird? Check us out on the gram. Yeah, while you're at it, do you can, can you play some freaking hockey? Second period. Nothing. I wish I had more for all of you. But nothing. This team gets bullied. They get pushed around. Beaten to puck battles. Wilkes-Barre has everything. The scales are completely tilted in their favor. And we're just skating around. And we're lollygagging. We're trying to get pucks in on Napier. But he barely did anything in that first period. He barely did anything in the second. All the shots were from the perimeter. Were from the boards. Blue lines barely got in. And at the end of the second period, we had four shots from the slot. Four. Four. Do you know how bad you have to be to do that? Even Nashville, who's getting their teeth kicked in by the Colorado Avalanche, has better scoring opportunities than what this display of hockey is. Watching this team was like John Taffer on Bar Rescue failing a stress test. Going, hey, hey, Scarbosa? Yeah, what are you doing out there? You're just skating around. What are you do? What are you laughing about? You're not doing any better. You're not doing. You're not doing anything. Shut her down. Shut her down. I'm shutting this bar down. You failed. I'm gonna go to Giant Center. We're gonna shut this thing down. Come back in two days. Yeah, I've been watching Bar Rescue highlights on on YouTube. <laughs> so near the end of the second, somebody decides to do something. And Kale Kessie and Jimmy Devane drop hands, drop gloves, and start throwing fists. All right. Yes. Yes. This is what we've needed. This is. And Zach's going, well, this is playoff hockey, isn't it? Isn't it? No kidding. Well, these two teams don't like each other. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
So five minutes each, down the tunnel they go. Down they go. Into the third we go. Maybe this this will spark something. Maybe this will get the boys going. But it's a movie I have seen all too many times. I've seen this movie before. Wilkes-Barre keeps three guys in the zone. The defensemen play back, and a forward plays deep in the neutral zone. So essentially, you have three guys entering the attack, the the opponent's attack zone. Three men back. This is, you could call it prevent defense, but it's a team that knows they have this team beat. The Bears get some good chances in the first five minutes of the period. Nothing comes of it. And it's like the gas runs out. The air has been let out of the balloon. There's nothing. We're getting beat. Sure, we outshot Wilkes-Barre. We pull Wilk. We pull Copley. Three minutes to go, and we take a penalty. Cody Franzen slashing. Was it Cody? Checking front. Yeah, Cody Franzen tripping. Trips the Horna. And what happens after that? Radom Zahorna, empty netter, power play goal, 3 nothing. Wilkes-Barre. And that's game. That is game. Absolutely pathetic. I had low expectations for this game, but my God, you knew how to surpass it. In the words of Dewey from um, um, Malcolm in the Middle, I expect nothing, and I'm still let down. Like, how? How? How could you fall this flat against them? You don't have, well, it's game one of a best of seven series. This is best of three. Three. Uno, dos, tres. One, two, three. If Providence has taught you anything, bad bounce and you're behind. And now, and again, shut out. Fifth time in seven games. This was terrible. And a lot of fans were angry by this. Yours truly included. Some are calling for the head of Allen for this. And while I don't completely entertain those thoughts, I understand the fans' frustration. Because what are you doing these two weeks? Not just this. Blown leads. A team that's supposed to be defensive wasn't. So what, coach? Coach him up. What are you doing? I told one of my boys in the third period, we, going into the third, going into that locker room in that second intermission, you need an Uncle Helmer moment. You throw the coaches out, slam the door, and say, who wants to go out there and win that fucking game? Pull your heads out of your asses and let's go. I'm reminded of one of my favorite rants from a movie, Bull Durham. You're lollygagging up the ice. You're lollygagging through the offense. You're lollygagging through the neutral zone. You're lollygagging on defense. You know what that makes you? Lollygaggers. What's our record in 2020 on the road, Larry? Six and 23? Six and 23. How'd we ever win six? It's a miracle. It's a miracle. This is a simple game. You get the puck, you pass the puck, you shoot the puck. You got it! 
Bus leaves after the game. Get on the bus. This was some of the worst hockey I've seen out of this club. This does not instill confidence. It didn't with me. And we go into game two. Giant center. Sunday afternoon. On Mother's Day. Who the heck thought this was a good idea? Could have done this Saturday. I'm just saying. Oh, well, we can't have back-to-back. We'd be having back-to-back for... Set, whatever. I'm, I'm getting upset at this team. And the Bears come out. And they come out flying in game two. Throwing hits. Big Beck comes in. Kablam! Wow! Right into the boards. Wow. Throwing their weight around. Shoving Wilkesbury. They ain't having it. Sam Pullion gets a tripping on Drake Rimshaw. You got to trip up Rimshaw, then boy, it is a really rough period. And the boys get their power play going. Oh, there's some good news. Good news. Mason Morelli collects it. it. Throws out to the point to Bobby Nardella. Winds, fires, deflects, and scores! Oh my goodness, big back in front. Deflects it past Napier. Big beefy boy. Big beefy back. Big beef. Playoff beef. It's in the net. Holy crap, we scored. It's 1-0, Hershey. Huzzah! In the first period, we scored a power play goal. Yes! And that's our first power play goal in over 200 minutes. Dear God. Mmm. Okay. All right. So, I'll admit, I didn't watch a lot of this game as I should because I had Mother's Day commitments with my mom. This is what happens when you schedule playoff hockey on holidays. I went through this with Easter, and I'm going through this with Mother's Day. Knowing my luck, the Bears, they're going to go on, and they're going to make the conference finals, and they're going to have a home game on May 28th. That's how this goes. This is how this entire month has been going for me. It's all going to converge on Hell Week. It's going to, and I'm getting distracted. Sorry, everyone. That's stuff that I have to deal with. But anyway, into the second period we go. Second period, the Bears still throwing it on Wilkesbury. They outshot the Pens 12 to 6, and you could hear the uh, the crunches onto the boards. Beck throwing stuff. Dylan Mickelrath throwing stuff. Just the Bears being fast and physical. Where the hell has this been for the past two weeks? And Wilkesbury, they're off their game. They don't know what to do. I love it. I mean, yet the Bears all season long have played better at home, but you lose today. None left. And halfway through through the second, Tobias Geiser is able to collect a rebound. Throws out front to Dylan Mickelrath. Rister on the way. They score! Big Dylan Mickelrath. Big beefy boy yet again. And in the words of Adam Blompier from WrestleTalk, beefy boys take the stage. Beefy boys all the rage. Beefy boys in a cage. Let's go Lemmy Chambles. Big beef. Big playoff beef. Big boys getting goals. Depth scoring. Love it. 2 nothing. Let's put this baby to bed. We've been shut out for so long. Now it's time to... And Felix Robert scores. 30 seconds later. Yeah. Why am I not surprised? And into the third we go. How fitting would this be? We've blown so many leads. I know how this movie's going to go. I know what's going to happen. So, come on. Who's it going to be, Wilkes-Barre? Who's it going to be? Matt Barkowski's been quiet. Anthony Angelo. Alex Nylander. Casper Bjorkquist. 
Robert with the second of the night? Rokula? Philippe Hollander? Which one of you is going to do it? Come on. Just, just take the dagger and put it in my heart. Just do it already. But the Bears are playing sound defense. A big giveaway by Mickelrath. Oh my gosh, Nylander's in the slot. Shoots! Blocker saved by Copley. Oh my god. Vela can't get out of the zone. Bjorkrest crossing feet and Pouliot swings and misses. Dear God. Oh my goodness. Oh my God. But the Bears stand firm. Two minutes to go. Off comes Napier. Okay, this is going to be it. All right, this is going to be it. We're going to blow it here. I've seen this. We're done. We're effed. Kyle Olsen's going to score. This is how it goes. And the Bears get it out of the zone. 90 seconds left. For icing, timeout called by Wilkesbury to get it set it up. Okay, this this is where the guillotine's gonna fall. Come on, send it to overtime. But the Bears get it into the corner on the puck. Tick 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 tick. Clock ticking down. Chipped out of the zone. Thirty seconds. We're holding. In comes Wilkesbury. Broken up. Not puts it to the end and dump back in. Thrown back out. Five, four. Offsides called with two seconds left and the faceoff. That's it! We held a lead! And in the words of John Walton, good morning, good afternoon, and good night, Wilkes-Barre. The Bears win game two. And in the words of the late Jack Buck, we will see you tomorrow night. As he said for Kirby Puckett, knocking one over the wall in game six for the Minnesota Twins. Bears win it. Two to one the final. Wow. What a game out of the guys. Showing speed. Showing hands. Getting these hands. And series is tied. There's one more to play. And then, and I know I do a lot of quoting here, but this type of scenario reminds me of my favorite, um, favorite uh, video game ad I ever saw. This was for Super Return of the Jedi for the Super NES. If your teeth are gnashing upon hearing those words, I don't blame you. The Super Star Wars series was very difficult. But the advertisement was, first time, you won, speaking of Star Wars. Second time, they won, speaking of the Empire. This time, there won't be a next time. And that's what this Game 3 is. First time, they won. Second time, we won. This time, there won't be a next time. And we'll talk about Game 3 right after this. But before we go on, Bears fans and hockey fans, the pursuit of Lord Stanley's Cup is on. And DraftKings, an official sports betting partner of the National Hockey League, has an unbelievable offer for the most exciting playoffs in sports. Oh, it's true. It's true. New, to quote Kurt Angle, New customers can bet just $5 on any team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what, win or lose. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during the playoffs? With DraftKings Same Game Parlays, you can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets, like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more. It's your shot at an even bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, and best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN. Bet $5 on any NHL team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility 
Restrictions apply. See show notes in the details for more information. And now, let's get to it. And we're back here on the Grit and Barrett podcast, everyone. It's game three. Hershey versus Wilkes-Barre. Jedi versus Sith. Good versus evil. Black and gold versus chocolate and white. It's game three. Let's freaking go. On a Monday night up in Wilkes-Barre, a healthy amount of Bears fans were able to make the trip. And Wilkes-Barre, meh, eh, good amount of people. Good amount of people. Zach's on the, at the card table as well. And uh, this is it. Winner gets Springfield in the next round. It's going to be a very quick turnaround for this next series. Whether it is the Bears or Wilkes-Barre. But let's get right into it in the first period. The Bears do come out flying. I liked what I saw. Well listen to anyway but I liked it I liked it. good stuff good stuff throwing the body playing it trying to get a four check established but Wilkesbury being that cunning anime villain they went ah 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 sidestep clang punches thrown grabbing their sword throwing it aw- it away coming in with energy punches and um <clears throat> that metaphor is getting away from me a little bit anyway anyway the bears do played in get in the front to Scarbosa he shoots he scores Muggle just taps it in. Just tap, tap, tap. Just give it a little tink. And it's in. It's past Napier. We're not getting any Napier memes this day. Yes, world. Go on. Yes. All right. Nicely done out of the boys. Get that first goal and shut that building up. And, of course, the Bears draw a penalty. And here it comes. Dit, 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 dit. Refs, you suck! Shut up! Ah, shut up! Oh my god. Nobody does this, Wilkesbury. You're the only ones. I don't. I, I, I don't. I haven't heard this in Pittsburgh. DC doesn't do this. Well, the Devils do it. Now they got their own variation, and that's. It's, it's, it's kind of cool what they do. But anyway. So, the Bears get a power play going. Let's get this going. Let's put two on the board. Let's get two. And, and, no. No. They, uh, they, uh, they don't get anything out of it. But, okay. Okay, this wasn't going to be easy. The Bears haven't done really well on the road. But, you know, we can handle it. We'll be fine. We'll be fine until Matt Barkowski Gets one in the high slot. Winds, fires off, going wide off a leg and into the net. Are you kidding me? It, I thought we left those breaks behind in, in Wilkes or Lehigh. <sighs> Matt Barkowski gets it in and we're tied at one. Okay, no one said this was going to be easy. <clears throat> and we go, and at the end of the first... Lots of shots. Both teams just went after the goaltenders. 13 to 15 on the shots. It really feels like that playoff stalemate between these two teams. And while each of them are able to get some chances, you can really feel like, okay, the goalies have settled in. It's going to be fine. Teams trade some power plays. Um, Cam Lee gets an interference call that leads to another dit, 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 dit. Shut up! So we get to the end of the period as Mason Morelli, Morelli and Pierre Oliver Joseph start throwing hands, start roughing each other up, and the refs go, all right, all right, break it up. 
Oh, made him into an Irish cop. Sorry. Uh, but what he did was that, all right, break it up, break it up, break it up. All right, you to the box, you to the box, go. This sounded like, basically, it's a take control penalty. You know, the game gets a little rough, gets a little gets a little pushing and shoving, a really charged up atmosphere, and the refs go, okay, we got to call something. We got to calm these guys down. It's not, it, it's not an egregious penalty. They are letting them play, but you can't let the physicality get too out of hand. So you just go, all right. You for two, you for two, get in the box. Third period, tied at one. I am not ready for this. I am so not ready for this. But early on into the third, Wilkes-Barre getting the puck into the zone. And Robert throws one over to Zohorn. A lazy shot on Copley. He got it. No, he doesn't. And it trickles in. No, no, no. He got that was a stupid, lazy dump. You let that in. Rob Sahorna, his second. And it's 2-1, four minutes in. Are you kidding me? Okay, 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 okay. Let's not overreact. Let's remain calm. Let's remain calm. All right? Okay, this team, this team can get back into it. But Wilkes-Barre, oh, they know. There's still a young team, but they're learning. They're adapting. It's like the Borg. Sir, they've adapted. But they're getting better. They know they can beat this team. They're young and they're fast and they're getting focused. Wilkes-Barre's system may be a little barren, but it's not completely helpless. And a team that's played each other for the 15th time this season, they've officially surpassed Lehigh for the most times played. And Wilkes-Barre's keep shooting. They keep taking it to Copley. The Bears can't get anything going. Tick, 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 tick. Just counting down. I'm watching the minutes tick away, and I'm like, yeah, this is what's happened. This is just what's happened to us. Sam Pouliot comes in on the far side. Eight minutes to go. Comes in. Throws one in on Copley. Save. What's that trickling out? It's the puck, and it's in. No. 3-1 Wilkes. With seven minutes and change to go. That's it. We're done. We're done here. All right? I'm done. And I can tell you exactly what I did. I texted Corey, friend of the podcast. Hey, how you doing? Saying, it's over. Me and the guys, we're commenting. We're done. We're done here. You give up two horrible goals. Ones that should be stopped. But goaltending can't bail us out all the time. And this is our team. Can't can't break through on a tie. Can't hold a lead. Can't score. And we've said goaltending and defense is it's broken. It can't carry this team anymore. And this squad's gonna do something against Springfield. There is no magic. There is no ram in the thicket. There's nothing. Again, I need a bungee cord because this team's letting me down time and time again. Urinating Tree said that before I did. So, tick, 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 tick. Talking to a Wilkesbury friend. I'm like, dude, you guys got this. It's like, oh, there's plenty of time left. Five minutes is plenty of time. Meanwhile, me and him are getting excited because the Penguins are just thrashing the Rangers. Real cool. So, you know, I'm dealing with some other wedding stuff going on. And I'm... I'm I'm accepting 
my fate. I'm putting my pride aside and I'm accepting my fate. And God bless Zach and Todd. They're trying. They really are. Four minutes to go. Well, all the bears need the just one to get back into it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Sure, Jen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's just... All right, come on. Let's just get this over with. Let's get on the bus. Let's go home. It's the end of school. Let's just wind this down. Like, look, at this point, the bears, to quote a great Looney Tunes cartoon, is practically chicken. And I hate to see chickens cry so much that I gotta put them out of day's miseries. Let's just end this, okay? I've, I've had enough of this team's nothing. Three and a half to go. They pull the goaltender. Oh, lovely. Oh, lovely. Let's, let's just get their fourth goal and let's just go warm up the bus. We're done here. But the Bears, you know, they don't, they don't give up that empty netter. They're pressing. Dump the puck in. And it's knocked down by a Wilkes-Barre player. Offsides. Hershey gets back and quickly gets back in. That's got to mean offsides. No. No. Keep playing. No whistle. I didn't hear a whistle. Lucas Johansson gets it. Over to Pilon. Kneeling. Shoots. He scores. Garrett Pilon scores. With a minute and a half to go. 3-2. Don't go anywhere. Oh, my gosh. False hope abounds. Give me that. Uh, okay. No, no. No. No, 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 no. This is what this team does. They tickle you. They give you, they give you just enough. And then, yoink! It's Lucy pulling away the football. That's what it is. Don't, don't do this to me, Hershey. Dump the puck back in. It's getting it in. One minute left to go in the se- season. Protoss gets it to Vecchione. Vecchione, scramble in front. Everybody in front. Napier swimming around. Can't get it. Leeson banks it off to Napier. And it's in. It's in. They did it. Oh, my God. They tied it. It's in. Hershey tied it. Brett Leeson. Big beefy boy. Big beefy boy. Big beef. Playoff beef. And we're tied. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. No. No, not possible. This is not possible. They, <laughs> this, this team, this freaking team. Brett Leeson gets it in after being sent back down to Hershey. Gets it in for his first with 53 seconds left in the game. And in the season, the Bears have tied it. Zach says, get me a four-minute break because I need water maybe to go use the bathroom too. He's got... And... Because, <laughs> of course, the hockey gods demand sacrifice of us all during this time of year. Minor league hockey is no exception, boys and girls. Lehigh and Charlotte did a five-overtime marathon game a while back. Knowing my luck, I'm staring down double and triple overtime. I did it with Pittsburgh. I did it with them last week. So, you know, this reminds me of the 15 series against Wilkes-Barre, except it was sort of opposite. The Bears kept getting in front. Wilkes-Barre kept battling back, but we ended it in overtime with Travis Boyd. Yeah. So, do the Bears have a little bit more magic in them? Okay. Okay, guys. You made me eat my words. Okay. I'll listen. I'll get involved, and we're going to overtime. Let's settle in. 
and it's really weird listening to an overtime game on the road because you hear the, the, the fans' noise rise, and you're like, oh, something's happening. Oh, wait, that's the opposite team. But Wilkes-Barre, they come out flying. They know. They know. And the Bears are trying. They really are. But Wilkes-Barre is using their speed and their skill to push the pace a little bit more. The Bears can't really get a lot of shots, and they get a couple, a, a couple shots on Napier, but really nothing. It's sort of standard playoff playoff overtime in that first period where you kind of feel the teams go at it, but they're also really scared because nobody wants to screw up. Nobody. You don't want that D-zone turnover that turns into uh, a goal. Hello, Canucks Blackhawks from back in 11. Oh, yeah. And as a friend of mine once said, it either, it either ends early or it ends late. But I have an additional theory. Or it ends in the middle. Go take a look at some classic OT games that ended. They either end within the first couple minutes, the couple minutes of the middle frame, or the last few minutes. Typically when it happens, you get the odd five minutes or 13 minutes here and there. But that's what happens in overtime. So I'm listening. I'm at work. Almost done for the night, but I'm going to stick this out. And Wilkes-Barre, they're, get, they're clogging up the neutral zone. Bears can't get anything really on Napier. And Wilkes-Barre gets some good chances, including Barkowski. Long shot. Nope. Doesn't get in. Get in. Copley's really recovered himself, playing very well. And midway through the overtime, Wilkes-Barre. Bears get it and try dump it in. Can't get it. Blocked down. Blocked down as Wilkes-Barre enters, enters the zone. Can somebody get a body on, on this guy? Joseph up to Sahorna. God, get a body on it. Drops it off for Nylander in the slot. He shoots and he scores. Alex Nylander. A trade deadline pickup for Sam Lafferty. Ends it. Just picks his shot in the slot. Like what AJ or... Snively or whoever would have done for us. It's over. Wilkes-Barre wins. 4-3 the final. Alex Nylander in the slot. In the, in the study with a lead pipe. That's what ends it. <laughs> so it's over. Silver Wilkes-Barre's moving on. Wilkes-Barre's moving on to to play Springfield on Wednesday by the time this podcast drops. And <sighs> they got me. They got me. So why why when I was I leaving work was I sad about this? Why? Why am I sad? I hated this team. Hate's a strong word. I grew numb for this team. I didn't look forward to their games the last six weeks of the season. I didn't. This team is barely considered an offense. And its defense and goaltending finally cracked under constantly being depended on. We had nothing offensively. And I wanted this team to lose. Okay, no, I didn't really, but I didn't, I, there's a part of me that didn't want him to move on because I wanted this to be done. I know this team isn't very good. 
We haven't been good since the freaking Super Bowl. So why? Why am I crying when I'm leaving work? Why? Why? Why to them? Why to Wilkes-Barre? Because <sighs> I do care. Alexa, play End of the Summer by Theory of a Dead Man. And I was playing that mostly through the way home from work. And the lyrics just hit you hard. They really do. And it's, it's the end of the summer. It's the end of it all. These days are gone. It, we're moving on. These days are gone. It's over now. We're moving on. We got the handshake line. Shaking hands. Zach signed off for the final time. Exit interviews and locker cleanouts will be later this week. And then probably by the end of the week, we will have probably one of the saddest images we will see all year. The ice being removed from Giant Center. That's when you know it's over. So, what do I say? I was right. If you listened to my preview last week, Wilkes-Barre in three. And I hated to be right. I do. This Bears team did win game two. They showed an, an amazing resiliency. And a team that, that could play a defensive game and get surprised scoring from somewhere. And in the playoffs, you could survive that way. You could. But as soon as a younger, faster team came along, you were done. And it just happened to be that Wilkes-Barre was the first team to do that. Probably, Springfield probably would have done the same thing. This team wasn't going to get very far. It's barely a team, and I'm sorry to say that. I'm sorry. But this is what I've seen. Folks, I have watched 81 games of this team. Two preseason, 76 games, three, three playoffs. I've seen it all. This team was almost unwatchable for how bad they were becoming offensively. The defense and goaltending kept them in it. But as we saw the past few weeks, that defense and goaltending was starting to crack. So, it's done, everyone. The Bears season is now officially over. And we got one more episode to put out, everyone. I'm going to do a game over next week. A shorter episode. And after that, that's going to do it for me in season two. That's going to do it for me because I am, as some of you have known with me, the theory of a dead man lyrics hit me hard. Because when that song says we're moving on, I'm moving on too. I'm moving, literally. I'm getting married on the 28th. And with the Hockey Podcast Network's blessing, which they do, I'm going on hiatus for a couple weeks. That this will be it. 
because of transitioning out of my home into a new one. There'll be a newer studio, but I just want to take this time that in case for whatever reason, I don't get a game over out next week. And that's a real possibility. I just want to say thank you to so many people for this, this ride that there have been a lot of people who've supported me through this, this season that has just been through so much me getting COVID at the beginning of December, you know, Zach for his support, Matt trust for his as well. So many new bears friends that I made along the way, Corey Schwartz as well. A lot of people on Twitter, Sage Alvarez, his Twitter group that has helped grown the reach of this show tremendously more so than what I could ever thought when he brought me in, in, in October, a way to market and a way to branch in a way that I didn't, I never thought of. And to so many people who've listened throughout the season for all of you who have, it's, it's truly a blessing. And I love getting in front of this microphone and talking to all of you. I really do. Because I'm just a fan like all of you. You you listen to me in all this. Because I'm just like all of you. I mean, sure. I have a podcast and I've got my own website and a blog. But now I'm doing that to try and expand. But deep down, I am a fan like all of you. Like I said, I have a job that I don't like, like most of you do. And I pay for season tickets. I do what I have to do. Why am I so sad? Because it's over. It's the end that none of us hockey fans want to want to deal with, but it is inevitable. It truly is. A few other people I'd like to thank, one being the urinating tree on YouTube. The Yinzer. What he does. Me and him are very similar. And thank him for all the support that he has as well. And other hockey YouTubers and other YouTubers out there. Go out there and support them. But I'll tell you this, everyone. This is goodbye for now, everyone. This is go out and enjoy the summer, everyone. As Thin Lizzy once said, the days are getting warmer and it won't be long. Won't be long till summer calls now that the boys are here again. And so... Go and enjoy your summer. Just go. Your team's still in the NHL playoffs? Enjoy it. Enjoy it. But for now, get out there. Enjoy the summer. And if I don't see you guys next week, I'll catch you guys in June for when we kick off the Grit and Barrett Summer Edition where we uh, sort of expand our range summer-wise. So, to everyone... I thank you. I thank you so much for everything you've given me this season. And I will continue to give it back on this microphone. And if this is the last podcast I'm going to do, I'm going to leave you in the words that we that when I would be at a place called Deerfoot Lodge up in upstate New York, near the Adirondacks, we would always sing this song um, as... As men, we would sing this to each other. And I want to share those words to you before I go. 
we will pledge ourselves anew. And as we part to go our separate ways, may the memories of these happy days keep us faithful unto him till we meet again. Credit to Deerfoot Lodge on all that. It's a song from them and one that's stuck in my mind and heart for the longest time. And that's what I say to all of you. Till we meet again, my friends. Wherever I'll see you. At the ballpark or wherever. And I will return, everyone. Goodbye, Bears fans. And remember, to quote Red Green, keep your stick on the ice. Thank you for downloading this episode of the Grit and Barrett podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you are currently listening to. If you are listening on Apple or Google, please leave us a five-star review as it appeases our algorithm overlords. If you enjoyed this podcast, please check out the Hockey Podcast Network where there is a podcast for each and every NHL team. We also cover the American Hockey League. They have a podcast about college hockey and all the ins and outs of the hockey world. If you wish to know more about our parent club, please check out the official Caps Chirps podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network as they cover all things Washington Capitals. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Grit and Barrett P1 on Twitter. That's at Grit and Barrett P1 on Twitter. This podcast is dedicated to the memory of Patricia Blosser, who passed away on December 5th, 2020 to dementia and COVID. The show is also dedicated to all of the Hershey Bears friends, fans, and family who lost their lives to cancer. Cancer sucks. Thank you once again for listening to the Grit and Barrett podcast, and go Bears.